Do Good Charlotte is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. Welcome to Do Good Charlotte on the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. I'm Pamela Escobar. In each Do Good Charlotte podcast, you will find out who's helping, who could use a helping hand, and just how you can spread around your own good. In this episode of Do Good Charlotte, we're going to meet Michelle Scanella, the marketing manager for Make-A-Wish Central and Western North Carolina. I'm also excited to speak with Kiara, who made a wish to see Hamilton in 2018 and is helping other kids with 500 Miles for 500 Wishes campaign. Make-A-Wish has been granting life-changing wishes for children with critical illnesses for 41 years in nearly 50 countries across five continents all over the world. More than 500,000 wishes have been granted since then. And we'll inspire you to do good, Charlotte, by giving you information about how you can help make a wish and with their mission. Michelle and Kiara, welcome to Do Good Charlotte. Thank you so much for having us. Hello. I am so excited. So Kiara, uh, I was pumped when I heard what your wish was. Hamilton on Broadway <laughs> back in 2018. Just like, tell me about that. I, I'm a huge Hamilton fan. My family is, my kids, like everything so I don't I'm gonna try really hard not to talk too much about that but I, I, I still want to hear what it was like well it was like honestly absolutely mind-blowing because like I just got into theater and um, I honestly had no idea what I wanted to like do when I grew up in like middle school and stuff like that but then all of a sudden I just got started getting these like YouTube recommendations about like Hamilton, Hamilton, Hamilton this, Wicked, Lion King, uh, Percy Jackson, all this stuff. And I'm like, what the heck is a Hamilton? Isn't he that one dude from like Constitution or something? I don't know. So I just started listening to it and then I realized it'd be really cool to like do something like that, to do something like theater and plays and um so I decided like when I finally got my wish granted well I've been waiting for literally my entire life like every day at 11 11 my like all my friends had this tradition where you would mm -hmm. make a wish at 11 11 and my wish was always I want my make a wish to come true up until I actually got it granted and I was like huh I'm actually gonna be able to get my wish so um, when I decided to do Hamilton, it was just like, I honestly just wanted to see like what Broadway was like because I had been able to see a show before, but it was just like, just nothing can beat Hamilton anymore. It was just, it was too good. It ruined every musical. That's a lie. But like, it, it is, was, it's, it was, it's good. But I mean, yeah. I can't, I've seen it on TV on Broadway, I didn't actually sit in the audience. I mean, was the, it like, I mean, New York must have been crazy too, but like- The energy in the theater is just, it blows it out of the water. Like I've seen multiple shows uh, here in Charlotte at the Blumenthal, but like nothing will beat the energy that I have seen on Broadway. And after my wish, um, Honestly, the highlight of my wish was actually like Hamilton, which is kind of surprising. But reason why was because the weather was terrible. It was like, it was so bad. But 
my wish, the fact that I was going to see Hamilton, it was like I was counting down in my head. So it was a Tuesday and I woke up that morning and I was like, I'm going to be in New York by like noon. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be seeing The Lion King on Broadway tonight. And it was just like that countdown. Tomorrow I'm going to see Hamilton. And it was just like this constant like, wow, I can't believe this is happening. And um, so you saw Lion King too. That's cool. Yeah, we saw uh, The Lion King on Tuesday, Hamilton on Wednesday. And then the last show we saw was Wicked. But obviously Hamilton was the best one. Like Wicked was great. Lion King was great. But it's just Hamilton was... mm. Mm. So good. <laughs> uh, so I, I, that's a phenomenal experience. And yes, it will be very oh, yeah. difficult to ever match that um, at the Blumenthal. <laughs> However, we can watch all those shows there. Um, oh, yeah, totally. So you're saying you're, in, you're into your background. You were starting to get into musicals. So are you doing yes. theater at school now or... <laughs> Funny story, actually. So I got my wish granted in seventh grade. And um, the summer between my eighth and ninth grade year, so the year I went to high school, I did this uh, summer camp at a local light playhouse. And it was actually a Hamilton summer camp where we put on a mini, like, 30-minute long play. And I was Thomas Jefferson. And it was great. (laughs) That's impressive. That's a hard role. (laughs) Well, it was, like... I was only on stage for like, like actually having to do stuff for like five minutes, but it was like, it was so much fun. And from that, like that was actually the first stage experience I've ever had. Like when I got onto the stage for the first time and like the spotlights were shining on me, I kind of almost cried. <laughs> so um, that just, that just sold it for me. I was like, yeah, this is what I want to try to do for the rest of my life. And then, um, now at school i was um we were going to do wizard of oz but then covid sadly kind of got in the way of that but we're hoping we're gonna be able to either do it next year or my senior year and i was actually gonna be the mayor the mayor of munchkinland that's cool and yeah it's just like now i've gotten so involved with the theater community and um now i'm into like anime and star wars and marvel and dungeons and dragons and like now i'm just a huge nerd all because my wish kind of made me realize that hey i want to be a nerd for a living i want to be a creative person and like help tell stories to inspire others the way that hamilton like inspired me so well that's that's (laughs) an amazing mission i want to go back a little bit before that so you were saying you used to make a wish at 11 11 and i get that i i when i was old (laughs) enough to stay up till 11 11 at night i was making wishes in the morning at night so i get it when you're like you really (laughs) want something um you use that time so tell me about your circumstances that led to make a wish finding you and granting you that wish I was born with muscular dystrophy, which is a genetic um, disease that affects the strength of your muscles. And I was diagnosed at like two, two and a half. And then I sadly lost the ability to walk in like fifth grade. But ever since then, I've been the happiest girl because I can speed around in my power chair and everyone calls me a cyborg. It's great. But um, I think that and just my generic like 
I'm so ambitious. It's going to be my downfall, I think. But like, I'm the most Slytherin person you will ever meet. But I think it was just like my huge hopes and my limitations that kind of made Make-A-Wish be like, huh, maybe we can do something for this girl to like help her realize that, hey, maybe like she can do stuff and besides, you know, play on her computer all day. But um, <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. Um, and I can see your chair in the background. So I can tell that yes. you definitely aren't sitting still. You're you're on the go. I'm going to hold that thought, Kiara. I am going to talk to Michelle. So Michelle, this is a perfect segue into saying, so Kiara doesn't know how you found her, but you clearly gave her a wish of a lifetime and then that's life changing. And now that's inspired her to continue on and with what she's pursuing. So I think that's awesome. Um, how do, how do you find the kids for make a wish? So we actually don't necessarily find them. Um, we, all of our wish kids are referred to our organization and that it comes through a referral is really is the first step in our wish journey. Um, and that referral can be made from a medical professional. It can be made from a parent, it can be made from a friend. It can even be made from the wish child themselves. As long as the child and the family are aware of the referral, um, anyone can, and can make that. Um, and so in Kira's case, um, her medical professional did reach out to um, make a wish and also obviously, like I said, um, connected with the family just to make sure before reaching out to us um, and sharing her information and just talking about her diagnosis. And um, after that referral process, we go through a qualification and um, an initial interview with the family just to learn a little bit more about their situation. And um, from there, we kind of just start the ball rolling and, and learning more about what they might want their wish to be. Uh, we have a wish discovery visit where we can talk about, you know, just brainstorm ideas and think about what things they might want for their wish. Um, and then we just go through the planning process until it's granted. So Michelle, I know that COVID has affected a lot of well, everyone, the whole world, obviously. But one of the things that Make-A-Wish usually did is is travel, you know, like Kiara's trip to New York. So how have you been still doing your work um, locally if travel has been on hold for a bit? Yeah, that's a great question. Because before the pandemic, 70% of our wishes involved travel. Um, and so we obviously had to rethink and reimagine how we could still bring this hope and joy to local kids. And, um, you know, we just, like I said, we just had to change the way that we were doing some of our wishes and some of our wishes did just adapt. Um, so instead of doing in-person shopping sprees, we started doing online shopping sprees and virtual shopping sprees. So kids would pick out everything that they wanted on a wish list and we'd be able to deliver it to them, um, you know, socially distance, of course. And, uh, you know, maybe they weren't able to travel anymore, but maybe they wanted a hot tub or a pool at their house that they were able to still enjoy the water and still kind of get that um, feeling from it. Or, you know, they just wanted something to enjoy while they were in quarantine. And that was a lot of our um, room makeovers that, you know, they're stuck at si inside. They want the space that they can have as their own or they want a play set so that they can safely play outside and, and be outside and um, enjoy just being a kid still, you know, even in this difficult time. So we had a lot of 
play sets and playhouses or she sheds and he sheds, uh, you know, just some of those fun things. And, um, you know, we've gotten a lot of puppy wishes. That's been another one that's been really popular and just a companion that they can play with and spend time with. Because right now, I mean, there's so much isolation going on. So just having that that joy that can come from from whether it be just playing outside or playing with a puppy, uh, there's just so many wishes that we're still able to grant. Um, so it's just been really inspiring just to see how that's been possible. Yeah. And Michelle, how you've been with the organization, it looks like six years. Yes. So how did you, how did you get started with them? How did you find make a wish? Yeah. So I, I actually just hit my six year anniversary. Um, and I came from a, an agency marketing background. So I worked in a, a lot of different digital marketing agencies and working with a lot of clients. And, you know, I really looked at my book of business and just said, you know, I really want to make an impact. I want to be able to, to see at the end of the day that what I'm doing is, is, fulfilling someone else and fulfilling me in the process as well. Um, and so that's kind of what led me to, to leave my industry life and to pursue working for Make-A-Wish. So um, I actually started as a temporary position. I was filling in for um, someone who was going out on maternity leave and um, you know, they really just needed some extra support on the marketing side while she was away. And once I was in, I was hooked. I wanted to just continue working and continue just making wishes possible. So uh, I was fortunate that we had a couple open positions and um, I applied for them both. I didn't care. I said, you know, whichever one I'm a better fit for, I will do it. Um, you know, and six years later, I've, I've just continued to grow and, and learn a lot and, and experience so many wonderful things through the organization. Yeah, I would think that that good, yeah, it, it would be addictive that you would want to continue to see those stories and be a part of those stories. I mean, Kiara, you could have had your wish, said, thank you very much. See you later. Peace out. I'm going to go do some theater. Why have you stuck around with Make-A-Wish? And I see that you're also helping, right? You're doing some, some, you're on this campaign as well? Well, mainly the reason why I've been loving helping Make-A-Wish is I kind of like the camera a bit too much. I kind of like being able to say like, hey, look at what I'm doing. So when Make-A-Wish reached out for me the first time to do um, a thank you video for the Wish Ball, I was like, oh, heck yeah, this is going to be great. Like, I'm going to be able to meet people. I'm going to be in the camera. I'm going to be able to help make a wish. And then I kind of realized that it's a little bit, like, deeper than that. And um, then I met so many, like, through that, I met so many wish kids who are younger than me who were so excited to get their wish granted because they hadn't gotten it yet. And I'm like, oh, what's your wish? Are you really excited for it? And then... Like, that same kid talks to me after they get it granted, and they tell me how great it was, and I'm like, huh, I can actually do something with this. Like, I can actually help people more than, like, helping myself with, like, my camera ego. So, I was uh, just so ecstatic that I was able to do something just to help a charity, because um, I've kind of been a charity girl my entire life. I just love helping people out, like, um... My my social media persona is the wheelchair hero because I've always been obsessed with Marvel and I was like, hey, maybe I can be a hero like Spider-Man and like make people's days. So when I got the opportunity to work for Make-A-Wish, I was like, 
the happiest girl in the world. And now that I'm, um, I think I'm going to be the first member of our youth leadership committee to be in it all four years of high school. So our youth leadership committee is um, basically a like initiative all throughout our uh, chapter of Make-A-Wish for kids who are in high school. And it basically is just a amazing group of kids like all of them are my friends i love them so much and we help um participate on a more local level to help kind of spread the message and make a wish and fundraise and i um had the privilege of joining it my first year uh, as a freshman which was last year and uh next year is gonna be my third year and then i'm gonna graduate still being on the committee being one of the older kids, which is weird because everyone used to be older than me. But um, I'm just so happy that I'm able to help and make friends who kind of have the same goal as me, which is to help. So I'm just so excited and happy. Yeah. So tell me about the 500 miles for 500 wishes campaign that you're part of. Yes. So um, basically it's we... Well, sadly, because of the COVID, we have so many wishes that are on hold. Basically 500, maybe more than that. Pretty sure it's more than that, which is like, it breaks my heart because I'm like, I was able to get my wish granted, but now all these kids have to wait. I just want to like hug them and like give them like a gift or something to be like, hey, it's okay. It's okay. You'll get there. But the um, 500 miles for 500 wishes is basically a campaign to share awareness about the 500 kids who are waiting for their wish and um, I'm very excited for it because the YLC is actually working directly with that so I've been able to help do a bunch of the social media posts for it to help say hey here's what's going on these kids are having to wait we are trying so hard to help make their wishes the best they can be can you help support us to help these kids get through the pandemic, uh, to put it like <laughs> lightly? So um, it is an extremely exciting campaign, and the circumstances can be kind of sad at times, but for the most part, I'm like, I'm so happy we're able to still do something for these kids. So tell me about some of these kids. What are some of the, the illnesses that they have um, that, that that's why they were selected? Sadly, a lot of them have uh, cancer, which can be extremely scary for the family and for the kid themselves. So, like, I just want to, like, just give a gigantic teddy bear hug to all the kids who are having to be isolated uh, in the hospitals throughout this entire pandemic. Um, but some of them are like me. They have uh, disabilities, and because of their condition, they might have to stay inside isolated all the time and they can't really do much so most of what they do is like either online or with their family honestly i i feel like really lucky that i was able to get my wish granted because some of these kids like i've been talking to them through like instagram and they're they're having a rough time and that that that's why this uh 500 miles for 500 wishes thing is just like it, it makes me feel better because then I can tell I can tell the kids hey look at what we're doing for you right 
just hang on, okay? It's coming, it's coming. So Michelle, yeah. when will it come? I mean, what I, I know that you're doing this campaign. Tell me what the thought is once you raise this money and, and, and help get everything together to grant these wishes. When do you think realistically you'll be able to do some of that? So unfortunately, it's not necessarily a question that we can answer as far as all the wishes that are waiting, but there are so many wishes that are being granted right now. Um, in fact, for World Wish Day, we're going to be granting um, a 17-year-old girl's wish to have a shopping spree. Um, and we are able to, now that you know things are starting to open up, we actually are able to mind social distancing, but be able to grant it in in the mall. Um, so we're really excited to be at South Park Mall for World Wish Day. We're celebrating her wish being granted, but we're also celebrating, you know, all the wishes that we're able to grant and all the wishes that we will be granting because none of the wishes are canceled. Um, you know, they might just be reimagined or or just, you know, might have to wait a little bit longer. But as soon as it's safe to do that, um, you know, we want to be able to send these kids and we want them to have the experiences of, of hope and of joy um, because they have been through so much and, um, you know, they all have life-threatening or critical illnesses. So, you know, they know what it's like to be isolated and they have gone through so much and their families have gone through so much. So we just want to be able to, to grant those wishes as soon as it's safe to do so. Um, so that's what really, you know, right now we're gearing up for our World Wish Day celebration and we've been promoting it, you know, throughout the month of April and we celebrate it every year on April 29th. And it really just honors the, the wish that was granted to, in 1980 that really inspired the founding of Make-A-Wish and then our entire mission. So we're just really excited. You know, it's been 41 years since Make-A-Wish America really started and we're just really fortunate that we've been able to, to continue to, to fulfill our mission throughout all of this and just to look forward to everything that's to come um, and all the wishes that we'll, we will be granting. As Kira mentioned, we do have over 500 wishes right now that are waiting. Um, and that number is just continuing to grow as more kids are continuing to be referred. Um, and so we want to be able to grant them as, as quickly as possible and as quickly as safely, um, you know, as soon as it's safe to do that. Right. This is Pamela Escobar. You're listening to Do Good Charlotte. After the break, you'll hear about how you can help make wishes come true. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care doesn't have to wait because after hours, urgent care knows accidents happen. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. Get ready. Broadway is returning to Charlotte. Blumenthal Performing Arts has an incredible selection of upcoming hits, including the returns of Hamilton and Wicked, plus the long-awaited Charlotte debut of Disney's Frozen and many more fan-favorite musicals and plays. Season tickets are on sale now at blumenthalarts.org slash Broadway. 
At OrthoCarolina, personalized orthopedic care goes beyond my appointment. Accessible, comprehensive, and compassionate. It's my care, my way. Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. So, Michelle, right before the break, you were talking about uh, Wish Day and tell me what is in store and if I want to get involved, what can I do? Anyone can help by supporting us and donating or volunteering, um, joining the YLC like Kiera um, and getting kids involved. There's just so many different opportunities for people to, to be involved and to, to support this organization. So if I want to follow you on social, um, you said you're going to be doing stuff live and what, where do I find you? Because there's Make-A-Wish National, but then there's also specifically for uh, Western North Carolina, right? Yes. So our chapter is Central and Western North Carolina, and we basically split the state in half. Um, so our headquarters is in South End. We're right next to Tiber Creek, if you're familiar with the area. Um, and that's where our chapter headquarters is. And we ca- carry 51 counties in the Central and Western North Carolina. So we have Charlotte, we have Asheville, we have Triad. Um, we cover all of those territories and grant wishes to kids only in those territories. And we only raise funds in those territories because we are our own 501c3 organization. A lot of people think when they think of Make-A-Wish, they just think of one large national organization. They don't necessarily re- realize that we're our own 501c3 organization and, and we're, we're here. We're right in this territory. We're right here. We're local. Um, we're as local as it gets. So if anyone wanted to, to stay in touch and to continue to see what we're doing, social media is a really great opportunity for people just to stay involved. Um, on Facebook, we're at NC Wish. And then on um, Instagram and Twitter, we're at Make-A-Wish, all one word, and then underscore CWNC. And CWNC stands for Central Western North Carolina. Perfect. So I was that was going to be my next question, too. I'm guessing by following you on social, I can see wishes getting granted, right? So not only can I donate and know that my money stays here, uh, but then I can see where it goes. Definitely. We're always posting about different wishes that we have, um, that we're granting, that we're able to grant. Um, you know, those opportunities come up and we, we love to share them on social media just or post photos and videos, uh, just hear from families, just share inspiring stories that are going on in, in, in our community. Um, and so that's a great place to do that. And also just see if we have any virtual events or in-person events or opportunities to, to get involved. Like I said, Kira is doing the 500 miles campaign and, um, you know, getting kids involved through our students, or maybe they want to hike and be part of our trailblaze challenge, uh, be per- a t- participant in our wish ball. Kira was actually our co MC at this past wish ball, which was virtual. <laughs> and she was absolutely amazing. Anyone Aww. who mentions wish ball always talks about how fantastic she was as as a co-host so (laughs) thank you (laughs) that's awesome so if people want to donate too there's like a button on your website that's probably the easiest most direct way right yes you can go to nc.wish.org and there's lots of donate buttons there's plenty of ways that you can give you can give a one-time gift you can give monthly um, there's a lot of different opportunities that you can give on that website, nc.wish.org. 
So Kiara, it sounds like you are an expert at hosting and, and doing all of this stuff. <laughs> do, you, do you really, I mean, you've talked about how much you've enjoyed it and getting to interact with the kids, but I'm, I'm guessing you're looking forward to in-person stuff sooner rather than later. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, like because of the isolation, I've been inside and on my computer for literally a year. Like, the only time I've gone out is, like, to go to the grocery store or go to the doctor. So my immune system is messed up. So, like, now that, like, allergies are coming back, I'm getting, like, headaches. And, like, it's just, like, it's kind of scary. But, like, I know I'm going to be okay because... I uh I was able to get my vaccine. Uh I was able to get the Pfizer one and um it's actually a very good question when I got it. Um but I got my second one a few weeks ago, so I am so excited to finally be able to go in person. Like my brother and I are going to go see a movie and um I'm just absolutely in relief that I'm not going to have to worry too much even though obviously I'm still going to stay masked, stay socially distanced like um it's just, I can't wait to hug people again. No, you get it. You understand how important it is for people to be smart about oh, yeah. this stuff because being immune compromised, um, we want everybody to get vaccinated. So that's great. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. You're six. We should say that you're 16 <laughs> years old. That's how you were able to do it. Um, uh, when you were in 2018, when you got your wish granted, you were younger. Obviously, you said you were in seventh grade at yes. the time. So um, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. And I'm excited Thank to you. see the good work that you're going to continue to do as your wheelchair hero. That's awesome. <laughs> that's so much fun. Um, is there anything Thank else you. that either of you wanted to share before we, we end? Before I forget, I'm going to give uh, myself a little shout out. Um, the Make-A-Wish YLC for... Uh, uh, like our chapter, we're able to claim the Instagram. We're the first Instagram page to have a youth leadership committee. So I'm going to give us a shout out so you can see all of our beautiful faces and what us high schoolers are doing. Um, so if you go on Instagram, you can find Make-A-Wish YLC. Uh, no spaces, all lowercase. It's just Make-A-Wish and then YLC. And it should say... Um, Youth Leadership Council, and you'll be able to find posts all about um, each of us who are members and uh, all the different things we're doing. Like, we publicly accepted the challenge to help uh, participate in the 500 Miles for 500 Wishes campaign, and uh, we were spamming that because we're so excited. So uh, we kind of went a bit, um, I think we had too much fun with the social media page, but at the same time, it was fun, so I don't really care. No, that's great. I love I love that you keep on giving back um, and that you're so into it, and I think that's super inspiring <laughs> for all kids. I mean, I'm thinking about my daughter who's in middle school, and you know, she's part of Beta Club, and they have different things, but they're always looking for opportunities to give back, and um, it sounds like you can do stuff even if you are stuck at home right now. So that's that's awesome. Yes. And Michelle, Kira, you're not the only Y you're not the only YLC member who is also um, a wish recipient. Is that, that's correct? There's like three other. I want to say maybe there's more? like three or four. Um, actually, one of my best friends, uh, Eleanor, she uh, has a um, similar muscular dystrophy uh, as me. Uh, kind of forgot what it's called, but uh, her wish was to go on a New York uh, shopping spree, which uh, 
made me so happy and uh she is currently a senior and she is um sadly gonna leave me behind at the YLC but I'm definitely gonna keep in contact with her and um I'm so proud of her because she got a full ride to her college basically the equivalent of a full ride uh no that's amazing she is like one of my best friends and I'm so happy that I was able to hang out with her more by doing stuff for Make-A-Wish at the YLC I love her so much and all the other kids too like mm, they're great no that's awesome and Michelle, I must... It's just been amazing. Yeah, I was going to say, it must be awesome for you, too, to see that these kids are making connections and it's going way beyond that one wish. <laughs> Definitely. I kind of recruited Kira into doing a video, as she mentioned, <laughs> to start. And just seeing how her involvement has grown with the organization is just really, really inspiring. And just, you know, from the moment I met her and had her read a teleprompter and she just nailed it. And I was like, this girl is just, <laughs> she's going places. Um, she was at like every video project I ever did after that. And then, you know, live at our wish ball this past uh, February. So um, just really inspiring to see them wanting to give back and just hearing from other families and other wish kids who have had their wishes granted in, you know, and, and years later, they're still, you know, talking about how it was such a life changing moment for them. And it just makes this impact for just for so long um you know it's not just one moment in time it's it's a life it's a lifelong journey and um it's been really just inspiring to see that well thank you both so much for sharing your good today do you know someone else like michelle and kiara who are doing good in our community let me know tell me about someone or a nonprofit organization that should be heard on do good charlotte reach out to me pamela escobar on social media i'm reporter pam on facebook instagram and Twitter, or go to the Queen City Podcast Network page and fill out the contact form for Do Good Charlotte. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. I'm Pamela Escobar. Thanks for listening to Do Good Charlotte on the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Yeah. <laughs>